chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 121 We are now 100 years older than the legal drinking age as far as episodes I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez on Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast. And here we go again, Marty. What up? What's interesting is that you went to 100 years after 21. And my first thought is, when I hear Boot to the Face 121, I'm thinking, oh, Picardi, 121. I know it's 151, but 121, because that just numbers rolls with it, making me want some Ricardi right now. Uh, it's, I... it's Sunday morning, Sunday time of party, because why? Well, sir, right there, it's the NFC Championship game. One game away from the Super Bowl, and that's what matters today. I couldn't. I, I have a bottle of Buffalo Trace and a bottle of Breckenridge sitting right next to me. So Friday, I decided to try some Breckenridge on My man. My um, man. Here's the bottle. That bottle has a lot of, has a lot of left in there still. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of those bottles also, but yeah. they're empty. That was from about a four-hour Friday night stream, along with a couple Scofflaw hard seltzers. And uh, the stream this Friday was different. We had our wives on. We did like a little uh, newlywed-type game or whatever, which was fun. And then, of course, we do our Zoom afterwards. So if you want to come hang out on a non-wrestling stream on Fridays and Wednesdays, check out 80 Proof Pod. But I got I got extremely drunk, Marty. Yesterday I felt like shit all day. Just looking at these bottles like hurts right now. That is um, odd. It has to be the seltzers, man, because both of those whiskeys and bourbons you talked about are my are my go tos. Like those are the ones I have on my shelf all the time. Yeah. And I drink that shit straight, neat, and I'll drink glasses of it, you know what I'm saying? And I never have a single issue with either one of them. So you well, can I, I don't it's not I don't it's not the fact you're mixing them, because I've done that too. Um it has to be that seltzer, bro. Like it's, it's. I think it's the fact that I drank so much of it. No, 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 no. It's because you mixed that bullshit acid. If, if I'm drinking good bourbon or good beer, and I throw a Coors Light in that shit, I can tell you how the next day is going to go. Mm. When you throw shitty quality well. against the high quality, it doesn't fit. You tell me them high class motherfuckers don't notice when somebody who doesn't belong there steps in that room. Come on, that's what that seltzer is. All Step, I know is that I seltzer like... got in your stomach, and the bourbon's like, nah, bitch. No. I felt like shit yesterday. The Breckenridge, I will say though, smooth. Uh, I mean, you you know this better than most people. I'm not a neat drinking person, but when I do these, I'll I'll try a different alcohol on the stream, and I'll do it just straight out of the bottle, pour it in a glass, whisk it around, and try it. The Breckenridge was actually pretty good. It had like a 
almost like a spice vanilla flavor to it. I felt like um, it's something I could drink, but I don't know. I, I imagine the smell is not going to sit well with me for a while. Yeah, that's my um, that's I, the Breckenridge bourbon. Like they have an entire lineup, and I love a lot of the lineup. But the Breck bourbon, like that's the one. That's my sipping whiskey. Like that's my go to. I always, you know, if I can find it, I have it. Um, and I, that's that's the one I can sit there and just sip on and then be good. And I just love the way it, fl- it tastes. I love the way it, it goes down smooth. Um, I get the smell thing right there because obviously when you have a bad experience or a aftermath like you have, it, it kind of sticks to you. But I can tell you right now, like, yeah. uh, give it some, give it a few weeks, try it again. Um, just drink that one, like sipping, not like oh I'm a drink it during happy hour and on the zoom call and it'll have a different it'll have a different reaction for you um, i guarantee you'll you'll enjoy it um but i gotta i gotta i gotta commend you there man um over the years we've been doing this for a couple years now we've been friends for a few years um i gotta say your taste you're becoming an adult man you're becoming an adult <laughs> now you're eating steaks right for the most part still got some work there um you're drinking, you're drinking your your whiskey, right? Starting to, I, the only thing that likes to be, it's like Pinocchio. You're a you're a real boy, almost there. <laughs> that last string is cutting off that D off your head. Just saying, getting rid of that D. You put it right on your forehead. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, real quick before we uh, go any further, go to fullpresscoverage.com. That's what we are powered by. Check out their app. Uh, it's on Apple and it's on Google. Plenty of podcasts on there. Plenty of articles on there. All things sports, hockey, baseball, basketball, football, pro wrestling, entertainment. We're about to launch a uh, an entertainment section over there. So check out fullpresscoverage.com. And then Marty will explain to you where you can find this great fucking show. In case Santana Garrett's listening and she needs to know where it's at. Well, she definitely knows we're right on Instagram because she always share in our post. Just saying. So she knows we're there. So come follow us there at boot to the face underscore. We're on Twitter at boot to the face. And again, you talked about full press. Uh, you also find us on iHeart, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, um, iTunes, and basically anywhere you could download your, your, uh, your podcast is where we're located. Download us, listen to us, like us, share us, uh, rate us. Review us. Do what you can. Helps us knowing what you like and what you don't like. Because sometimes we just don't care. It's what we do. Uh, but other than that, like get, get us out there, man. Let, let people know what you're listening to. If you're liking it, might as well let somebody else enjoy it as well. No, we haven't had a, a rating on iTunes in a while. Um, I'm trying to look it up now and my internet's like acting like a cocksucker. Last rating we got was October 26th. It's fucking February, people. Get on iTunes and leave us a five star and leave a review. I shouldn't say rating. We've had plenty of ratings, but reviews. Get on there and talk well about us, and then we'll get moved up to the front of the line for pro wrestling podcasts, even though we really don't talk about pro wrestling anymore. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, it's like, it sounds like a football podcast, and y'all were talking. It's like, really? Because I don't even have a fucking team to talk about on this podcast. So, fuck football. Someone's talking about a football po- You know what? We've talked football since day one. We've never been a start to finish wrestling talking show. That's never been us. We always talk everything else plus wrestling involved in it. Like wrestling's our background, our base, like our base foundation. But we've always talked other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what do you think we're going to talk about right now? 
It's the lowest part of the year. Rolling Rumble is about to start. Uh, it's the playoffs. The Packers are in the NFC Championship game. It's the biggest thing going right now. Chill the fuck out. Don't worry about it. If you don't like it, just fast forward a little bit. Um, Did you buy anything this week? I, I did a lot of... Uh... Nah. What are the kids saying these days? I did a lot of fucking fig hunting and leg work and fig life and and all that shit that everybody's saying. I did a lot of that this week. Did you get anything? Or you want me to go into what I got? I, I feel like I, I got a lot this week. I'm trying to remember which ones were this week and which ones were last week. Uh, well, last week I told you about how I scored AEW, right? Got that, those mm-hmm. ones. Uh, this week, actually, you know what? I don't think I bought any myself this week. But I did get a mail a package in the mail this week, and I'm um, gonna shout out um, Scott, my um, friend from Twitter, and he hooked. I'm me. literally pulling his shit up right now, so we'll get it right this time. Like seriously, on my phone right now, I got his Twitter pulled up. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Um, I mean, I got to. It's got to underscore tweak underscore. Uh, but I gotta give him a shout out, uh, helping us out. You know, keeping an eye out for AEW figs for us because where we live. Um, Georgia, LA, that shit just doesn't pop out here, man. I don't know what it is. They just don't show up. Um, luckily I found one in Orange County, so I had to do a little driving for that one, but keep an eye out for us and came across, um, some 81s and I've been having issues out here too. Like <clears throat> I have a stunning Steve in the rock, but that's cause I ordered that shit. Cause I wanted to make sure I got those. Cause I know for a fact those things weren't going to hit the shelves out here forever. Like they were never going to hit the shelves. I just haven't seen them yet. Probably not going to see them. Um, but I wanted the profits. I wanted Bianca. Um, I really wanted the Nakamura. Um, but he came through. He hit me up. And said, hey, man, I came across these ones. Did you need them? Um, picked them up for me and sent them out to me, man. So I got to thank him for that. Came in. Better packaging than uh, other other places. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I got I got yeah, those in. Got a case of those the other day. So uh, it was pretty awesome. I can't wait to display those. Man, I got to tell you, I got to get a bigger room or some more shelving units because I'm running out of space. I literally got stacks of figs on the floor because I ain't got nowhere to put these things. I told you you got to get rid of the baby. <laughs> Baby's got to go. Sorry, sir. Baby's got to go. It's either the baby or the figs. Well, <laughs> Marty's like, nah, I'm not even going to laugh at that one because... <laughs> there's, only, there's only a wall separating me and the, where the baby's at right now, so uh, I'm... Uh, we we'll keep the volume on that one low. Yeah, I um I walk into well here's how my week went. Well, I'll tell you how I ended up at this Walmart on like Tuesday or Wednesday. I got this crazy like tingling sensation in my left ring finger, and it was kind of bothering me. I didn't think too much of it, and I was telling my wife about it. I was laying on the couch that night, and she was like, "That's weird." And like a year or so ago, I went to the doctor because turns out I have a bad nerve in my left arm that like makes my arm and up to my shoulder and chest kind of tingle every now and then, depending on how I'm sitting, if I'm like leaning on something, the whole nine. So I've kind of got that corrected and it almost felt like that, but it wasn't anything else. Well, the next day at work, like my finger just, it feels like I jammed it, but I didn't. And then it just starts hurting and it's going from my finger all the way up into my palm area. So I'm like, all right, something's clearly fucking wrong. So I make a doctor's appointment uh, my doctor's in the city that I used to live in. I haven't changed just because, you know, I only go once a year. So why fucking change when I like them there? So I go up there. It turns out I have carpal tunnel. Um, so they, they gave me a, a 
temporary fix for it. If that doesn't work, then they're going to have to uh, basically torture me, Marty, where they're going to hook me up to some shit and like make all my nerves in my hand and arm fire. And whichever one doesn't work is the one they're going to have to do surgery on. So we're hoping that uh, the remedy that they gave me before that, and I'm thinking about trying acupuncture also. I heard that might that might help out a little bit. Um, but anyway, short story long, the reason I was fucking at this Walmart was because of that. And I'm up here and I'm just like walking through. I go down the toy aisle and I'm like, damn, they have no AEW or WWE. And I look down, nothing on the pegs, but I look down below on like the very last shelf. And I see a Nakamura figure that I'd never seen before with the new IC title. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I pick it up and the rock falls out. And then I fucking get down on my knee and I look back there. Every fucking figure in that series is there. Austin, Street Profits, Bianca, Nakamura, The Rock, Mae Young. Like, they're all there. I took a picture of them. I couldn't get them all in the picture, but I took a picture. So I picked up the Stunning Steve and the Bianca because those two were the dopest ones out of all of them. Uh, something's up with this series in Walmart. Like, I tried to ring them up. It didn't work. The girl had to ring them in for me. And then today I went to uh, get some meat to put on the grill and it's like, fuck it. I'll just pick the rock up. Uh, it's not my favorite rock figure, but right now I got it hanging up on the wall, MOC, but I think I'm going to take it out and put it next to a Becky Lynch that I have that kind of looks like the the moment they had on Raw when it, I mean, Raw Smackdown when it opened up, but I don't know yet. Right now he's hanging next to the Vader figure that I got. And speaking of Vader, have you seen any of the fucking... Um, the new figs that are coming down the line pretty soon. Vader's got one that looks dope as shit. It's got a couple heads, a couple different masks. Like they have a, a new Roman coming out, Tribal Chief Roman. They got a Tribal Chief Roman coming out. Is it um, an elite or an ultimate Vader? Elite. Nice. Elite. Um, yeah. I did see that they have a, a new Roman coming out. Um, I didn't see no other pictures because I did see like the pre-order come through, but I was like, it's just there's not even any images to go with them. So I'm like, what the hell? On WWE.com, they've got the whole... They, oh, really? There's even a Jeff Hardy figure that... And you know me, I don't even like Jeff Hardy, but like that figure's pretty fucking dope. And he's the he's the chase also. Nice. Where his um, his paint changes. And then on the back of him, he's got the little like t-shirt hanging mm-hmm. out of his back pocket like he does in real life. That's cool. I don't know how they did that, but it looks dope. Like, if I was a Hardy guy, I would definitely get that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, you know, I did get some more stuff I forgot all about. Um, I did come across the Andre Giant. So I have, I got that one. Um, the one with the ring? Yeah. Like the Macho Man yep. one that I and got? I got Macho yeah. Man last week. So, which I, I had the Macho Man displayed up in the living room. Ha. It's, all, it's the only one I have displayed in the living room with uh, Miss Elizabeth on his arm. Um, oh, you took it out? Hell yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, the, 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 the Macho Man I got, like, it just came across it. The package was damaged. You said it was Miss Elizabeth on his arm or was it Bernie Sanders? Uh, I, the one I have is Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Ain't got no Bernie <laughs> up in this bitch. <laughs> um, Those memes have been crazy. So I got the I got I got Andre. I'm gonna put that one. I'm actually gonna open up the Andre and put it next to my uh, my Fezzik Pop figure I got from uh, this summer from uh, from Comic Con just because it's Andre into Giant. Even though it's Princess Bride, it's still Andre the Giant. So I'm gonna display I those together. Love that movie, uh, right? I do too, and the fact it's on Disney Plus now, I love it. Um, Is it really? Yeah, it's, oh, been on, it's been on. I know what I'm doing today. Anybody want a peanut? I'm gonna make my daughter watch this. Yes, shit. Uh, she's gonna be talking so much shit about that. You need you need to record like her reactions. Dude, did you, you see my tweet down. that I put out last night? What she told me? No, I was watching WandaVision, and she comes through the living room. She goes, "What you watching?" I was like, "WandaVision," 
And she stands there for a second and she's looking at it. And she looks at me. She goes, this looks really old. When was this made? Like 2009? I was like, get the fuck out of my living room. Like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. So, One Division's like in the 60s, not 2009. Get your little ass out of here. So Sarah loves loves Layla, by the way. She loves she loves the she loves the shit Layla says, and every time I mention, I just I just read something, I'll just read I'll just read a response without without any like context to it, and she just boom, is that something Layla told Chris today? Is that the Chris? Is that that shit Chris posted? I'm mean, yes, Layla. Uh, was it the other day you posted something on like the on the thread you know on the chat on the group chat about the uh, you know um, what's the one thing the kids do that no hair? And I just read I just read. The red, oh, the, and I'm yeah. like, can you guess who who posted this? She knew. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, well, and I told her responses on there, and she's like, well, we don't care about that. We just want to know what, what Layla says. Just give us what Layla says. <laughs> I will listen to that all day. She's got a way bigger fan base than I do right? online. I can tell you that. Like everybody likes her. <laughs> oh, and I'm just man. like, y'all don't understand. Come live with her, and then you'll change your damn tune. <laughs> like, I only tell you the good shit. I don't tell you about all the high maintenance shit she does. Right. This week was also Funko Fair 2021. So obviously everything's been canceled. There's no actual like gathering, so things have been released online. Um, day three, they released WWE pops. So I did that. They had they, these ones are actually fucking cool. Um, they had a China uh, first first release as well with the black green gear as well as a mankind. They have McFoley, uh, but they have a mankind one coming out now. But the mankind one is part of a two pack mm-hmm. with Hollywood Rock. No, not Hollywood Rock. Oh, it's shit. not Hollywood Rock. It's just Rock, uh, just 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 the Rock in there. And then there's a Steve Hollywood Austin. Rock's with Austin, right? Yes. So there's a there's yeah. a Steve Austin with the title, with his vest, and then there's Steve Austin with the title, as a two pack in the ring with Hollywood Rock. So it's WrestleMania 19. So I'm like, that yeah. shit is awesome. Um, I just watched WrestleMania. I just watched that match on the elliptical the other day. I watched the because you were talking about the the video last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on the elliptical. I'm like, what the fuck can I watch? It's like I got 20 minutes left. I was like, let me throw this fucking video on. And I watched the video, and I'm like, God damn it, I got to watch the match now because the video was. The, I'm sorry, <clears throat> we're not gonna get that ever again. Like Austin versus Rock, that was two people at the extreme top of the the world in wrestling. And at the same time, like, literally, you have two once-in-a-lifetime stars at the same time. So, I guess, technically, it wasn't once-in-a-lifetime. Mm-hmm. But that's never been done before to where two people have been that big and then had... I mean, they started beefing in, what, like, 97 over the IC title? Yep. 97, 98-ish. And they went all the way to 2003, friends, foes. They were actually never friends on TV they were more like putting up with each other and helping each other here and there. But for the most part, they were going against each other. You'll never get that again. And that fucking video package for WrestleMania 19 was just... And Rock's promo also. Like, you could tell he was ready to retire once he beat Austin the way he did that promo. And, of course, they had him stick around for fucking Goldberg. But I don't know, man. That should, we'll, ne- we'll never get anything like that again. No, ever. absolutely not. Uh, but, yeah, they had, a, they had a shit ton, dude. Like, I had that... Um, they had a, a rock in Austin, like tin metal tin lunch, pa- lunch box. I grabbed one of those. I had to, it had rock and Austin on it, but then it's like, Oh, this is going to be a perfect thing. It's like, you know, how like, uh, all the elites come with like separate and little small items per fig. Why well, I have them all baggied up and everything. So that's, that'd be cool to put the, I'll just put them on that little bin. So that'd be cool. Um, but they also had a rock and sock cereal box and t-shirt. 
So that was pretty sick. Uh, and then GameStop, same day, released an Eddie Guerrero WrestleMania um, pin and, and pop. So I grabbed one of those. The only one I didn't grab that I want is there's another Austin uh, with a different outfit, title, everything. But this one, that's how fucking stupid it is. It's sold at, at 7-Eleven. What? Not online. You can't... 7-Eleven can't just sell shit online. So I actually got to go fucking hunting at 7-Eleven <laughs> to find this fucking Steve Austin figure. I'm so pissed. What, does he come in a fucking big gulp? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm one of those guys who has, like, souvenir cups. Like, oh, the movie theater, or this and that. Because I yeah. you know... I do that. And I may have, like, the slushy cups from, like, 10 years ago. Actually, yeah, fucking 2010, 2011, with, like, yeah. the hologram <clears throat> with uh, the rock on it in Austin. I have those those ones. Um, so, yeah, like, hey, man. And they have, like, a little figure, Steve Austin figure. Oh, some little Steve Austin figure that goes on top of it. <laughs> do you remember the Booker T promo where he was walking through 7-Eleven looking for his collector's cup and he was talking shit to Steve Austin's like cardboard stand up. Oh my God. I, I have to go look that oh, this up one now. Here. So this, this came attached to the straw on a slushy or Slurpee at, at uh, 7-Eleven. And I've had it that's for like funny. 10 years. So, uh, but that, yeah, that was, that's, that's been the extent of my, figures and uh all the stuff i bought this week i love pops man like i love figs and i get the ones i like and sometimes i'll get a couple extra just like like complete a set you know like obviously i'm gonna get a sasha banks just to kind of go with my uh bailey and uh and, and becky <clears throat> which means i have to get a charlie just kind of finish it off i just i put it this way i have that that sheldon complex where it has to be finished off um, your completionist is what they call it but uh which that, that goes back to what you're saying earlier about like this set 81 I was like this is the first time that I, I have gotten the entire series because I just I just the profits man I love the profits in this series man that Dawkins Dude. that Dawkins series is fantastic he's yeah. bigger than everybody yeah. else he got the little headband and shit on and then Montez with the, the cup, solo like, cup I was like oh she's got the cuff in his hand that is fantastic I'm mad that I passed those up and I had the Nakamura chase but I mean I don't give a fuck about Nakamura dude if I would like, dude and how the fuck that guy found that noticed that that was a chase in there was crazy. I don't even. But I don't, how did he notice that that was uh, a Nakamura back there? Because I didn't even have him in the picture. Right? But uh, um, but I mean, I like. I actually, I'm not, I like the chase, but I like the regular one better. I, I just love the yeah. blue with it. But I'm a Nakamura. I'm not. Fan. I'm only buying my favorites now. Like I'm. I'm not a a buy everything type person. Right. I'm just a you know. I'm gonna buy the people that I like that I'm gonna have displayed. And regardless of how cool I think the figure is, if they're not one of my people, then I gotta trust the process and yeah. and not get it. See, I'm I, but, uh, I'm at the point where like I I'm gonna buy like one of the guys I like, but obviously the ones of, of my faves, I, so I have a like shit ton of them. Like, there's a reason, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize I had so many fucking John Cena figures. Holy shit! I have one. I have, you know, the Stunning Steve was my first Stone Cold. I figure. know. I have no Stone Cold figures. I have Stunning Steve Austin, and that figure is so fucking dope. I got him sitting there like with the belt on, holding the little lights, camera, Dude. action joint. Oh shit! My oldest figure I have is a Steve. Oh motherfucker! All my shit just falling now. Dude, this is my oldest figure I have. Steve Austin wearing jeans and a camo jacket with a belt on. Yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any awesome stuff. I'm gonna try to get the. Uh, is it WrestleMania that's coming out or Royal Rumble, yep. whichever one that is? 
Uh, I'm ready for that China figure to start hitting too. I really want. Dude, that. I got the China That's figure, going. man. The one in purple. Wait, purple. Yeah, her her figure, her WrestleMania figure that it's got like uh, the little fucking dummy from Paul Ellering yeah, yeah. on there too, Rocco. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. That's going up on the oh, wall. Oh, I already got displayed. Where the hell I got displayed at? Um, but all right, enough figure talk, Marty. We gotta take a break. We're late as shit. We're supposed to take a break at 15. It's almost 20. Hey man, you're the producer. You tell me what I do. Um. <laughs> You're like a, what did they say on Kavino? You're like a fucking freight train, Marty. You just get to going about figures and I can't get a fucking word in. Wow. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we'll talk some pro wrestling. We got our Nitro review. WWE signed a couple people. Tamatanga wants a real invasion slash working together angle instead of doing impact. Because in his words, nobody gives a fuck about impact. Um, So we'll talk about all that on the other side of this break on Boot to the Face. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 121, Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez. And Marty, what do you want to get into during this second segment? Well, we talked about football. So, you know, those who, who want to talk shit about us talking football, not wrestling, guess what? It all bleeds together. That's the way the industry works. Because SmackDown's on Fox. NFL Sunday on Fox. Where you can also find the Packers playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today, just so if you hadn't known that already. Brady versus Rogers, Lambeau, Frozen Tundra. It's snowing right now. Um, tune into that. That's for damn sure. Uh, anyways, both Fox itself, I don't know. I didn't notice if any other buddy else is doing this yet. But Fox, for football, um, touchdown celebrations. And this week, they started with the ring entrances. <clears throat> They're 8K, 8K like, uh, recording um, and video uh, with that, the cam- new camera resolutions. What do you think about that, man? They started that last week. They did it uh, on SmackDown. I, I think I enjoy it more on football than I did on SmackDown. Um, I don't know. They, they have these huge backdrops on SmackDown. And in any wrestling, and now like you're blurring that out, and you're just zooming in on the one person. Like it kind of looks cool, but I enjoy all the other shit that goes on. Now in football, there's really no crowd there, and in football, it looks cool as shit. Like I remember they did it during the Cowboys game, and during the touchdown celebration, they would zoom in on the one guy. I was like, that's fuck. At first, I thought something was wrong with my TV. I was like, what the hell's going on? Like I know I'm watching on internet TV, but still. But uh, I like it during football. I'm not a huge fan of it on wrestling, but it ain't going to make me tune in or not tune in one way or the other. Right. So, like, <clears throat> obviously with WWE, they have, like, the holograms like that, obviously, for us at yeah. home, um, which some of that is pretty damn cool. Like, I love Roman Reigns. It's like how when he does that shit when they have that set up in there or the dog, big dog coming out. Um, but I, I didn't notice it yeah, until Sasha Banks came out, and I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, that does look pretty legit. But yeah, in the football game, the first thing that when I saw, I'm like, oh, cool. They're doing like uh, video game celebrations for it. And I'm like, oh, shit, no. That's real. That's that's yeah. actually like the resolution of the fuck's going on. That right is now. what it looked like. Yep. So I'm like, because I look like like the way Mad play Madden. And that shit, if you were to put that shit side by side, 
it would look damn near identical. I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's... So I, I dig it. I like it. It's something new. It's something different. Um, as long as they don't go the route of, like, Nickelodeon with fucking Slime Fest and Touchdown Celebrations, um, <laughs> I'm cool with it. Yeah, I get what your point with the WWE. Like, obviously, it, like, kind of blurs everything in the background, and that's kind of, like, what's going on there. But if it does it, like, when they're coming down the ramp or, like, coming up into the ring, I think it's cool. It's something different. Um, nothing wrong with that. I... I, I I could see us. I see more things going that route eventually, at the point to the point where that's probably going to be how everything's shot, and so it's not going to see a difference. You know what I mean? But yeah. I thought it was cool when I first saw it. Uh, went in the football game, and then all of a sudden I saw it on, on SmackDown. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's Fox for you. Yep. <clears throat> SmackDown's got that big money behind them now. Damn right. Uh, we're going to go back to Raw for a little bit. Oscar is champion, man. She was in the ring. She was in the ring with with Alexa Bliss. And then she was on SmackDown with, with Charlotte. Um, I'm not. I don't know about you, but I'm. I, I know people love Oscar. I'm not the biggest fan of hers. Never have been. I can respect what she can do in the ring, but for me, she doesn't have everything else to make her a superstar. Um, her as channel, we've been talking about before about her not really doing anything with the championship. She's had that championship for almost a year. Like, can you be like, we're already in at the end of January 2021. She got that title in fucking May. Like, it's been that fucking long. And, and to this day, we're still like, oh, yeah, she has a championship. And yeah. to me, personally, I feel like she's the, the her as a champion has run its course. You know, Nakamura was champion. It, people it didn't it didn't really click with people. I love the fact he was champion. I think they could have did better with it. Obviously, I think they could have done better with Nakamura altogether since he's been there. Um, but like, and I think that he's about to get a push and and something that's going to be a little bit more entertaining for him to be in. Uh, but Oscar as champion, man. Like, I know they're going to give her a title again. But once she loses this championship, she needs to be as far away from that title as possible for a good minute. Like, let her just be a wrestler. Like, that's what people love about her. Like, don't let her talk. Let her be a wrestler. That's what people want to see her do. You know what I mean? And and then the fact that her and Charlotte Tag Team Championships aren't doing shit for those titles. I am. I'm I'm hot and cold on Asuka. Like, I, I think she can be. A star if they treated her well like i give des shit about her all the time because he loves her when she's on i'm i'm buying into it like i'm like hell yeah oscar's a champ hell yeah she could be the but they're not doing her any favors she's constantly off of tv all right everybody talks about her personality when she was in japan she'd had the crazy clown gimmick this is the same woman that was like dominating becky lynch at the height of becky lynch's popularity and now as the women's champion she comes on TV and gets pinned clean, dominated really, mm-hmm. by Alexa Bliss, who's not a good wrestler. Alexa Bliss, character-wise, is killing it with this fiend shit. Alexa Bliss is not believable as a wrestler, especially as a crazy one. And Oscar's scared of her. Like, wait a minute. You got the scary fucking green eye makeup and shit coming out of your mouth and eyes. You got the green mist like Becky Lynch was terrified of you, and you're scared because Alexa Bliss is doing a fucking backbend that we see motherfuckers doing on Instagram all the time? Like, get the fuck out of here. And so I just don't understand what they're doing with her. You're right about the title thing. Like, if they were just going to have her hold the title while Becky was gone, this was a time for you to make somebody else. This was a time for you to, and especially with no crowd, 
this was the time to give somebody else a run with the Raw Women's title that you probably wouldn't when the crowd gets back there. Let him sink or swim. Either way, you did it with fucking Jinder Mahal years ago. Clearly he sunk, but you had enough time to let him develop and see if that was going to work or not. I mean, I don't have anybody off the top of my head who they would put the title on, but it doesn't have to be Charlotte. It doesn't have to be Oscar. It doesn't have to be Alexa Bliss. It could be literally anybody. Hell, this would have been a time to give it to Lacey Evans if you like her so much. Mm-hmm. Put the fucking title on her as a heel and have her run with it and see what happens. Like, I don't know. There's just, I feel like between Becky and Oscar's run, there's just been such a step down with the title that it just, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, it's just the perfect opportunity for them to either get the title moving around a couple different people or build up somebody new. Uh, I Like, they're coming from Becky. We had the title. She had the title for over a year. And they're gonna have the next person have the title just as long. Uh, I'm gonna get. I get. It's like cliche. The the next person ends up losing the title like quickly because the last person had it for a long time. Uh, but if you have the intriguing story on there, and going back and forth and moving around, you know, there's nothing wrong with the quick title change. There's nothing yeah. wrong with a short three month title reign. Uh, if it's done right, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not Sasha and, and Charlotte who swap it six times in a month and a half period. You know, but it, it's it's something different. It's something to get the ball rolling. It's something to bring intrigue and, and keep us entertained and, and locked in. But if not, if it just keeps going along and just going around. Like until Big E won the IC title, when was the last time we, anyone talked about the IC title? Sami Zayn wasn't doing shit with that title or for it at all. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I'll be on. <clears throat> you know, Bobby Lashley. I'm not gonna lie. Like him as a as a U.S. champion. Isn't doing anything for the title. Now it's doing something for him, and it's it's giving legitimacy to the hurt business because they all have the titles. But the the actual U.S. Championship itself, and in that title picture, and in that class, like it's him having the title, isn't doing nothing for the title. If that makes sense. I think with Lashley, as soon as you brought it up, the first thing I thought was. He's run his course as the U.S. champion, not because not because he's not doing a good job. But I think we, we've always clamored for having a secondary title. You want that to mean you're next in line. Mm-hmm. To me, I feel like his run as the U.S. champion has put him in position to be world champion. Like he's dominated everybody in the mid card, dominated. And so put him back in the title. Pick. Fucking let him win the Rumble. Yeah. Let him beat Drew at WrestleMania. Nobody wants to see fucking Oldberg and. And all these other motherfuckers come out. Like, if you're not going to have somebody credible versus Drew, who's more credible than Lashley right now? If Brock ain't coming back, which I doubt, then fucking have Lashley beat his ass. At, I would love that. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> before we get to because I, you know, before we move on, because there's something that's going to be connected to that as well. Um, we have the Dusty Rhodes Women's Tag Team Ch- Tournament going on at NXT. The winner gets a shot at the tag team championships. Well, I think this is a great opportunity for them not only to build the women up on NXT, but build the new tag team division and to build the women's tag team and to get somebody up and coming who's going to come in and hopefully take these titles from Oscar and Charlotte. Um, I don't know if you've looked at them yet at all, but do you have anybody in there that you're kind of leaning towards for them to win it? I have my team that well, I want to I- win. I honestly thought it was going to be Tony Storm and Mercedes, and they lose the first fucking round. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just talked about Tony Storm last week, and then here she is on TV getting pinned 
by such an uh, a rinky dink of a fucking team like um Catanzaro Ke- 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 and Kaden I can't even think of the Carter. I do like Carter though. Like she hit a a running drop kick into the corner on Martinez and then turned it into a splash when she failed on Tony Storm. I thought that was great. But the fact that you got Catanzaro who weighs like as much as a fucking pair of AirPods beating Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez, even with the help of EO, I didn't like, but I don't know. Uh I don't I don't know who I'm picking in that. I am excited that they have women on there. I'm really excited that Priscilla Kelly's in it already. I didn't, well, I thought it would take she's already out, much though. longer. I mean she's already out. I hadn't watched that match yet. I was gonna watch it. Oh that my today. bad, Damn dude. You, my Marty. bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll still watch it though, because there's there's a couple of reasons why I want to see her wrestle. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean here's the thing. I I think it's gonna go heel. Um I, I I don't know. I just I think Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are gonna end up winning this match. Or winning this tournament, and uh, I, I think that's who's going to. And they're they're going to they're going to take on. Well, if they if they get through the first round, which Aaliyah and uh, her partner, which I like Aaliyah, I really do, but I think that that they're going to be the walkthrough for um, Dakota Kai. Yeah. So I think, and then they're facing Casey and Caden. I I think mm-hmm. that's not going to go much further. So I I think at the end of it, I think we end up getting uh, the two of them versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. In the final, um, so I don't know. I just think that it's if Raquel and Dakota get it, I think they're a good tag team to take those titles off of Oscar uh, and Charlotte, and I think they could do well with that. Uh, but what you mentioned earlier regarding like, the the mid division title being stepping stone for the next one, it goes to the next point, like the fact that we have Big E as the IC champion. I think that's that's starting to set him up to be in that title picture in that heavyweight championship, but. They're doing him a. I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like they're doing him a disjustice. And I think he needs to be that champion that just comes and dominates and beats the shit out of people, and not give guys, you know, the like. There's no reason why he should be going so long with Apollo Cruz. I get people. I get the like the standpoint behind him, um, and other guys too, and Sami Zayn coming in and beating him and stuff like that. But the, the look that Big E has, and what he can do. That dude should be holding that tight. He should be just like Bobby Lashley. Just coming in and beat the hell out of somebody, bookend him, pin him, and, and just gone. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. do what he's got to do and just take care of business. And not have not have these match. The more match that he has where he shows the more offense for the opponent, kind of takes away the prestige that yeah, he could have. I think... Um... For lack of a better comparison, off the top of my head, if they had him Hulk up at the end of the match, like like the, like he did against Cruz a couple of weeks ago when Cruz slapped the shit out of him, and he just like whooped his ass after that, I think that's how his matches should end. I think he should have a back and forth match, you know, seven ten minutes, and then towards the end, something should make him snap, and he just becomes unstoppable and beats the person. I I, I can. So I guess like half of what you're saying and half of what they're doing, I think would work well with him. Because in order to just dominate like that, he basically have to be a heel, which is what Lashley is. So I mean, if they um, do it right, he doesn't have to be. Like if the, if he's facing heels that are coming in, he's just to be a dominant badass. Like he doesn't have to be, yeah. you know, just I don't know. We've seen in the past big guys come in and just beat the hell, you know, just 
be productive in, in, in offense and just like don't let no defense or don't have to go to defense because because it's like I am I'm the best there is and I'm just gonna come in people are, are gonna try to tear me down but I'm I'm just so damn good I'm not gonna let it happen I get it's the heel behind that that could make it make it sell better but if you do it right man a face like that can do just as well yep we gotta take another break uh when we come back we're gonna Talk some more pro wrestling, including some WCW Monday Nitro episodes two and three on the other side. Stay tuned. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Welcome back. Boot to the face. As you've been told, Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast. I'm going to keep saying it. Hey, Santana Garrett. It's, it's Chris. Like... So I see that you're not wrestling a lot, right? You're taking these supermodel pictures on Instagram and stuff like that, which we have no problem with. But if you find some time, you know, come holler at your boys. We got nothing to do. Come talk to us. And uh, I'm telling you, when people talk to us, they get put back on TV. We're one for one. (laughs) Speaking of Mickey, you can stop back by, too, if you want, because I see you're healthy and a healthy scratch, as we would call it in football. So, yeah. One for one, Santana. Just saying. You want to get put back on NXT? Swing by boot to the face. Damn right. Uh, <clears throat> last thing I just to mention, I just got to give props this week to Bianca Belair. Breaking them ankles out there. Hot boy. Ba- she, <laughs> she looked like Iverson on Bailey's ass. <laughs> she crossed the shit out of Bailey. If I was Bailey, I'd have beat her ass too. Crossing me up like that. <laughs> that was so good. Oh. Uh. Squatting so, Otis though, and then carrying him around like shit. I knew. I mean, you knew that shit was gonna happen. Like we're sitting there watching, and I'm like, "Great, Bailey's gonna have to live." Okay, I'm like, "They're gonna have. They're gonna have Otis out there." And sorry enough, that's exactly what happened. But she she carried his ass across that line faster and further than Bailey did with old um, Alpha Boy um, dipshit. <laughs> like it wasn't nothing. <clears throat> Bailey's so funny though. Man. I, I love I'm, Bailey. I'm man. digging. I Bailey. do. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I just just gotta give those props that are breaking them ankles. I love it. Yeah, that this whole thing was kind of it's getting ridiculous, but I loved it. Um, anyways, moving on to wrestling, wrestling back in the day, Monday Night Nitro, episode two, episode three. Wow, man! Like, um, I will say I'm gonna start with this. Is um, last night, the 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 baby saw his first Macho Man match. <laughs> he watches. He's tuned in. He uh, he knows Macho Man. I, I've mentioned. I've 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 talked the catchphrases. He's seen the figures. Um, but he actually saw the match. He saw his first Hulk out. Uh, he had disgust on his face. I will say that. Um, and, and you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now, Pete. I love you, man. But I'm gonna give you a warning. Right now is probably a good time to lower the volume. Tune out Uh-oh. for a moment. Uh oh. Because we're going to talk um, about Flair in a moment as well. Well, one of the main 
storylines going into this. I shouldn't say main, but one of the big ones in the real world of wrestling at the time, WCW reported Vader had gone AWOL. And they used the words AWOL because War Games is coming up and it was going to be Hogan's team, which included Vader, Mm -hmm. Sting, Vader, Macho, and Hogan versus the Dungeon of Doom. Um, Eventually, they're going to replace Vader. And that was a big thing going into this. Then you had Sabu, the fucking crazy fucker from ECW, you know, because they did everything first, according to Bubba Ray. Uh, Sabu versus Das Wonder Kid, Alex Wright. They tried so hard, WCW, to get Alex Wright over as a babyface, and it was just awful. But if you were a WCW fan, you did that fucking Alex Wright dance all the time. I don't give a shit what color or how old you were. You did the little fucking Alex Wright <laughs> every time his music hit. Don't ask me why. It was fantastic. Um, not a good match, but it was something. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, that's. I, I will. You know what? I, if I had more time last night while watching it, because I was like, oh, you know what? I want to watch War Games. I want to watch the Fall Brawl and see and watch this match. And then I pull up the PF preview and I'm like, oh, it's two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, it's already 11 o'clock. That's not going to happen tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and watch um, that because I, I definitely want to watch that. How about the Ric Flair interview where he's out there talking shit and Luger just walks out in full gear? And Flair's like, you're the man. And Luger's like, you're too much. And then turns around and walks away. Like, this is just his thing. Luger just walks out at these inopportune times the first couple weeks of Nitro for no fucking reason. Um, so the next matchup, you got the debut, debut of VK Wall Street versus my favorite wrestler of all time, United States champion, the Stinger. Marty, we get another week of Sting on TV. We get another fucking face paint. And wardrobe combo. What did you think of the Stingers look this week? I love it. Um, <clears throat> so, so I, I've obviously never watched. I've watched, like, my WCW watching was later, like, Monday night time. Or Monday night wars time. And when I tune in here and there. Uh, so, this early stuff is new to me. And Sarah's actually watching it with me. So, not only is she getting her, like, her fix on, on wrestling and being brought into the industry altogether. But she's watching WCW the same time I am. Um... And like we watched AEW last night, and she saw she knows Sting as in you know black and white Sting, and then right. he comes down the ring. It was one during one of the brawls, and I'm like, "That's Sting right there in the middle." And she's like, "Which one? I don't see him." And so I'm like, "The blonde one <laughs> with, with the face face." She's like, "I guess I can see it." I'm like, "Yep, that was Surfer Sting. That's like that's like the Surfer Sting before like black and white dark Sting we got." And uh, so it's been cool because I kind of been sharing that with her. Watching it, you know, um, it's funny watching her like turn into and and become this. I'm not gonna say fan, but this wrestling um, enthusiast. She, yeah, she's she's watching. She's you know to the point where when people's music hits, she she's already getting irritated. Them. I don't want to say shit. Um, and, and that's where, you know, one she can't stand Ric Flair. Um, hmm. This is coming from you know. Monday or WWE, wonder- and then she sees him on, on on Nitro, and her first comment is like, you know, he still annoys me. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, she's like, I just want to punch him in the face. Like he's just a creep. I'm like, yes, yes. And the more I, I'm, I'm sorry. The more I watch Ric Flair, uh, I just he annoys the hell out of me. Back then, today, it doesn't matter. It just does. 
Um, I, I you know what really bugs me? His fucking flare slaps. Those annoy the shit out of me. It's like I bet you're they know to, who it's happening to. You're too. supposed to be the greatest <laughs> fucking wrestler ever, and you get you you just fucking slap chest the entire match. And then you then you fucking beat you know flying Brian in thirty seconds and not even thirty seconds you put him in a fucking figure four in three seconds and Brian and Brian Pillman's tapping the fuck out of here. Um, Flair will tell you he was never like a good offensive fucking wrestler. He will tell you like that's why he was a heel so much. He I'm sorry that's why he didn't understand why him being over as a heel worked. He's like I only had a couple moves fucking chopped and low blows. He's like I was there to to sell for the babyface but. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't mind Flair when I was younger as much as I don't like him now as, as he's still fucking on TV. Uh, getting back to the match, Eric Bischoff in the middle of the match fucking tells you the results of Monday Night Raw. I don't know if you caught that or not. Um, Sting wins. VK Wall Street's debut. He debuts in a U.S. title match against the Stinger and gets beat by a fucking fine cross body block off the top rope, which... One thing I hated about how they booked Sting back in the day was he always won with some bullshit moves. Like, he only really beat jobbers with the Scorpion Deathlock. Like, when he would wrestle a big match, he won titles with roll-ups. And, I mean, I guess that is kind of unpredictable. But at the same time, you're the biggest babyface. Like, sometimes you got to win with your moves. Um, next debut was Scott Norton, big-time Japan heavyweight champion. He comes out and gets beat by the Macho Man. So the first thing I remember about this as I'm watching it is, damn, you got two guys debuting and they're just coming out getting beat. <laughs> like you couldn't put them up against other people. I mean, I understand you got to get your stars on TV, but have them debut like a week apart and put them fucking give Scott Norton, Alex Wright. You know what? Honestly, because of the show's only an hour long, I think that's why. Yeah. Like if, if, if Nitro at that point had been two hours, you can do that and have them come in dominate a jobber. Uh, but yeah. when you only have an hour long and you need your heavy hitters on every episode, you know, there's a reason why Sting, like that first episode, Sting, Macho, Hogan. Th- th- and that's all you have. You know what I mean? Osabu yeah. was in the match, but like, and that was the opening match. But you got to make sure your heavy hitters are in that 45-minute well, block. Well, they also had WCW Saturday Night that right. was an hour to two hours. And they had uh, main event, which was like Sunday morning. So they could have let these guys debut at 6.05 on Saturdays. And had them beat jobbers before they got to Monday Night Nitro. Right. But they just come on Nitro and get beat. like, And it's so forgettable. Um, which is probably why neither one of them amounted to shit while they were in WCW. I mean, uh, and then you got the world title match, Hogan versus Luger. Hogan wins by disqualification. Hogan, no. Yeah. Was I, th- I thought Hogan won by DQ. Or lost by DQ. That's what I just said. Uh, Hogan via DQ. Oh, okay. Still champion. Got it. Uh, I knew, the Dungeon I knew it of Doom no comes out. Sting and Macho come out and clear the ring. This is one of those things I talked about last week. I love the run-ins by the babyfaces without playing their music. Like, it's something that's a lost art right now. Even in AEW, they fucking do it. Like, they're about to jump Darby Allen. The lights go out. It starts snowing. The weather changes. And then Sting's old decrepit ass walks out there with a baseball bat. And yet nobody beats up Darby Allen in this fucking 45 seconds that this right, is happening. Right. It's like, come on, man. Um... So yeah, the second the second episode of Monday Nitro in the books, Marty. I told you beforehand. I completely forgot we were doing two episodes, so you're gonna have to remind me of what happened in episode three, and I'm sure I can remember. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go off the top of my head. I don't really remember. I mean, it started off with Harlem Heat and their match. This is obviously the Monday after 
Um, so the last episode two was the week before War Games and Fall Brawl. This episode three is the night after. Um, I didn't watch Fall Brawl, so I didn't. Um, I want to go back and watch that pay per view. Probably will tonight. But big big commentary on that was the fact that Hogan wasn't there after the, the War Games, so don't really know what happened there. I was kind of kind of tuning out because I wanted to watch the pay per view. Um, but again, Harlem Heat loses the titles to the American Males. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, the the watching watching the American Males and Bagwell out there. That reminded me of one reason why I didn't watch WCW. It was always like these guys who just came off as douchebags and looked like douchebags, and maybe not want to walk it. You know what I mean? Like Javante and you know Billy Kidman and all these. These are obviously later years, but all these guys. I remember always like every time you saw something with Nitro, it was always these Scott Steiner. It was always these guys who just looked like like piece of shit douchebags. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch these pretty boy douchebags. Give me, give me the fucking um, Undertaker. Give me Steve Austin. So how about WCW trash ass booking? The American males are supposed to fight the Blue Bloods, right. and fucking Harlem Heat attack the Blue Bloods and offer the American males a tag title shot. Like we got the day off. Why would I go and beat up the guy that you got working and then be like, I want to defend my titles, and then you fucking lose? Like what backwards ass shit is that? And this is again. WCW was fucking fixated on trying to make Marcus Bagwell a star. Ever since he was younger, they even put him as like Sting's protege and Sting's little buddy, best friend, Marcus Alexander Bagwell. He was supposed to be like the all-American pretty boy. Then he became a little asshole when he got with Scotty Riggs. Uh, side note, I met Scotty Riggs at Publix when I was there working as a bag boy. met at Publix, dude. Did you? I feel, yeah, I'm starting a, to feel I, like you just hung out at Publix just to see what WCW. I worked at Publix, asshole. Yeah, I hung out there. They paid me to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he, he would come in a lot. And he was actually really – he was, like, one of the nicest wrestlers I had ever met. Um, he was always real, like, respectful and, I don't know, just real complete opposite. Like. Complete opposite of how he was on TV. Mm-hmm. Um so American males win the tag team titles. Don't ask me why. You got Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, one arm bandit versus uh Johnny B. Bad, Little Richard, aka Mark Marrow. Did you recognize this guy when you saw him? I did. Um I also recognize the fact that this match I did fast forward through. <laughs> well, Mr. Wonderful won via pinfall, uh, with a pile driver. So then we get uh Flying Brian Pillman versus Ric Flair as what you were talking about. They did have a video from the set of Baywatch because uh, Macho Man and I think Hogan and somebody else was on there. Can you? Nitro is so old, Marty, that Baywatch was still like filming new episodes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You realize Baywatch was on to like 2004, right? Yeah, but I mean like the good Baywatch, not the like little spinoff bullshit they had with once Pamela Anderson and Carmen Electra were gone, they just had. I'm talking like, Hasselhoff was still on it. Yeah, but Has- he'd still be doing Baywatch right now if they let him. Um, but you know what he I mean. Was, like, he was. He was in the Baywatch movie. He was, <laughs> when Baywatch was. He was at, at the end peak. of it. He's the one that tells the Rock, "Get your head out your ass and get back to work," kind of thing. I hadn't seen that movie. yet. You haven't seen um, Baywatch the movie yet? No. The Rock. I tr- I I went to start it one time and I was like. I think like the first five minutes, I was like, "This ain't gonna dude, end well." Dude, so I just the went Rock, to sleep. Alexander Daddario, um, yeah, is that his daughter in the movie? No, it's not. Oh. She was a daughter in San Andreas, 
but not in this one. Uh, you got a couple other things going on, and then you got Flying Brian Pillman versus Ric Flair in the main event. Uh, oh, it doesn't give me the results here. As I'm Pillman lost by by tap out quickly. It was a decent. <laughs> That's it, it was a few <laughs> Look, hold on. It was a That's few literally. moments, but then he did get the, he get the fucking he got tapped out like quickly. As as soon as he locked in the figure four, it was over. That's literally what it says. Ric Flair locks on the figure four and Pillman taps out pretty quickly. That was the, that was literally the review that I'm reading right here. Oh, fantastic. So, so you've watched three episodes of Nitro now. Um, no staying on this one. No Hogan besides a uh, besides a couple backstage and, and videos. No Macho Man. So no, now we did it, get Macho it, Man. We got a, a Slim Jim Macho Man. Was he actually out there? No, he was. A, there was a Slim Jim Macho Man commercial. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying as far, no, he wasn't in ring as, though. Yeah, as far as being on TV, it took three episodes before they they gave the uh, the main guys the night off. So this was your first episode without your three top baby faces, but you did have Ric Flair, who's always a staple in uh in WCW. So your three episodes in Marty. You you still feeling like this is a good idea to go back oh, and yeah, watch yeah. this? It's still a good idea to go back there and watch it. It's it's history of the uh, wrestling, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same point, it's also like validating my issues with WCW. You know, the douchebag, yeah. um, Ric Flair is annoying as fuck. Um, it still kind of holds true to those items. Um, but no, like I the one you know what I did notice is like the last episode really irritated me because of the fact that. You have the Pillman and Flair match, which was supposed to be the main event, and then they like they, they, they he taps, and then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go to commercial break." Was, wasn't that the main yeah. event? Like, what the fuck? And then they come back, and it's just you know Bischoff and Heenan and douchebag um, at the yeah fuck fuck Scott. I'm just saying fuck Mongo. Um, yeah. Anyways, but well, they're the, like, but the, what was interesting was like. He he didn't keep going to his mic. He's like, "There's something going on backstage." And then Bishop's like, "Yeah, there is something going on backstage." And then it ends. I'm like, "The that's cool the thing that's, though, that's how is, it's going to end." Not Thomas with how's going on backstage. Is you're getting to see the early stages of WCW doing live programming on Mondays, so you're seeing the bullshit, but you're also going to be able to see the fucking ascent to where they take over. And it was happening before the NWO got there. Mm. I know that's when it officially happened, but WCW's momentum started carrying over probably four or five months in the Nitro. So in the next like month or two, you're going to see stuff start changing, including Sting's hair. He's going to start growing his hair out a little darker and a little longer. Hogan's going to change who he is, basically. Um, you're going to have the Four Horsemen reform. Uh, you're going to have a pretty big angle with Sting and Flair around the four horsemen like there's a lot of shit that's about to start happening which i'm excited to get to but we got to get to fall brawl first which is september and then in october is halloween havoc so i fucking loved halloween havoc it was one of my favorite pay-per-views so i'm excited to get to some of this stuff man um we gotta get the fuck out of here marty we've been running pretty long so if you got any shout outs let's holler at them and then we'll we'll peace out yeah i mean i just got a couple obviously we already shout out scott Oh, being on the lookout with helping out with them figs out there. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Kofino and Rich, man. Our boys. Bro, the guys that brought us together. Giving us a shout out on on, on their Sirius XM show this week. Um, this, you know, even though they had some other things to say. But they had their, you know, 
or the 80s wrestling talk and talk back about watching things that with your kids that you watch when you're younger. Uh, man, I feel like we're having that right now. Like you and me watching, me watching Nitro, you know, with you, you watched it in the past. You know what I mean? Um, yep. But no, they gave us a shout out on there, so that was pretty damn cool. Um, I actually ha- had to go back and listen to because I wasn't watching it. That's my day off, so I wasn't listening live that day. Um, <clears throat> but and then uh, just got to give a shout out to, to Mania this week. Thursday night is Trivia Mania 10. Your two-time champ, that's right, me, is going to be on there taking on Cass, trying to get his title back. Not going to happen. And then you got JP from Kayfabe back, Chronicles, which the fact he's going to be on the show makes things easy because we're not going to have any convoluted bullshit-ass encyclopedia-like <laughs> questions uh, to answer on that one. So I know he cut a promo the other day. It's like, okay, cool. Got, a, got an email in the DM this morning, you know, about the nobody's talking. I'm like, you know, I don't kind of say shit. My title says it all. I walk in. This is my fucking yard. You guys got to come to oh. me. You, you want to say shit? Come to me. I don't got to say shit. I don't got to validate you. You got to validate nothing about me because I got the title that says it all. You try to keep the title, I got the title. That's all that matters. Mm. Trivia Mania 10 coming this week. Who's going to be a three-time champion? You know what that means? It means that we're going to come up to seven-time. Seven-time boot to the face. If, if it comes to the time where I have that time, I'm just going to say, if boot to the face becomes five-time champions, they just, need to re- they just need to rename that title to Boot to the Face title. The yeah. Boot to the Face title. The Boot to the Face Trivia Invitational. Boom. Done. Championship. I mean, WWF <laughs> has the Dusty Rhodes Classic. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll give a shout out to uh, full press coverage as usual. All the other podcasts on there. Talk Mania, Irish Whip, Crossbody, uh, Chaos Theory. Shout out to Chaos Theory. I got a t-shirt coming in. From him this week, he's got new uh, stuff. He's fucking killing it with these these shows, these raps for the shows. He did one for 80 Proof the other day. And then he's just got like a couple normal raps where he's just rapping. And he's fucking good. He's legit, so, man. I love it. Like, he's going to... Uh, listening to Trivia, our talking man the other day, they literally played like one of his songs during every damn break. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Like the one, one first of all, our our song that he makes is, is is legit. But then his FPC song is fantastic. Yeah, um, he's actually I don't know if he was serious about this, but in the eighty proof uh, stream, he said he might just do a couple extra songs and put all of them on like a mixtape where they're just like one minute raps and shit like that. People seemed excited about it, so hopefully that works out. Uh, shout out to him because you know one of the he's one of the best people we've met through all of this um shout out to the female demo all the ladies that listen uh yeah definitely shout, sorry, just, shout out the female demo don't shout out the demo god you can't line a fucking line salt oh my god this geriatric motherfucker here you talk about sting not needing to be in the ring it's time for jericho to hang it all the way up my goodness. Somebody posted a side-by-side picture of him at 49 and the rock at 49. Ooh, and there's a difference. Yeah. That's exactly the noise I made. I was like, <laughs> oof, shit. Um, <laughs> shout out to Pete Opolis, um, Chick Foley, doing a favor, all the other, all of our podcast buddies that, that constantly like retweet our you know shit what? and vice Talk versa. About doing the favor. I don't know if you listened to him this last week. And we got, you know, Eric and and, uh, and uh, Barry out there. Barry picking the Buccaneers to win. What the fuck? 
the fuck out of here with that shit. Oh, on their sports yeah. show? I haven't heard don't the sports even, show yet. talk about that shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Barry, uh, you're give me from, picks, you, Isn't Barry from Wisconsin? What the fuck, dude? He lives in Wisconsin. He's from Ohio. Fuck. Uh, give me your picks. Who you got today? Green Bay Packers. That's all that matters. Um, I'm not going to lie. I... I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The NFC, AFC is going to be crazy. I think either. Here's the thing: all four games or both games, all four teams can go really either direction. Um, I really think that the Bills are going to win this game. I don't. I think people mm. can. I think people know that they, they could win, but don't think they're going to win because the the mystique of Mahomes. But oh man, fuck they, they they the I will say the Packers and the Bills have been hitting. At the right points of the season, given they've both been playing hot all year long, and they both have playmakers on the team that are just fucking phenomenal. Um, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, you both know with both those guys. Let's put it this way. Our championship game between you and I that I ended up winning came down to fucking Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams. Um, but, oh man, I, I really, really think the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs. And I, I guarantee, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Packers over the Bucks, Packers Bills um, Super Bowl. I got the Chiefs winning against the Bills. Nothing against the Bills. It's your home team, I think man. The Bills, it's your home team. I think team. the Bills got a got family. The Bills got a yeah. The Bills got a really good football team though. Like out of nowhere, like the past couple of years, they have slowly put together a really good team. And I think Diggs was the piece that they were missing to help out mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Um, normally. I'm excited to see Cowboys go somewhere else and hang, have success. Fuck Cole Beasley. Um, <laughs> little bitch. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's a whole nother, like PTSD thing I got with him. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs are good, man. I think of the past couple of years, they're probably one of the best football teams I've ever seen play. They can beat you in so many different ways. Micah Hyde, Andy Reid has been Packers, creative as hell. Packers players um, are going to be effective in both games. Cause Micah Hyde. Former Packer, it's going to be all over that field stopping the Chiefs. I don't know, man. The Honey Badger makes so many plays for the Chiefs. And, you know, the funny thing, the Cowboys didn't want him a couple years ago because they thought they were good at safety. Great fucking move with that one, Jason Garrett, you cocksucker. Um, I got the Chiefs in that one. And then in the battle of quarterbacks I like the least in the history of football, I'm going to take Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, Antonio Brown's not playing. He's not. I just think that um, Jair Alexander. I don't know, man. There's all over Mike Evans. You're going to see Mike Evans' least productive game in his career today. We talked about this last week again. You know Brady and Rodgers. It was so predictable that that's where this was going. But just like we talked about last week, to me, Rodgers doesn't perform well in the championship games. He played well that one year they won the Super Bowl and he killed it in the Super Bowl. But to me, I just I see too many playoff games where I think Rodgers doesn't help the team as much as he's hurting them, and I think that's what's going to happen today. Brady doesn't hurt his team at all, even if he's not helping them, he doesn't hurt them. But I think Brady's out to prove that Rodgers his little bitch, and he came to the NFC for two reasons: to beat Drew Brees and to beat Aaron Rodgers, and he did one of them last week. And I think he's going to be extra motivated, and as old and as deflated as his arm is. Do you remember how I how, think how there was a six man, three team tag team match on AEW this week, and there was an old decrepit piece of shit. I love Jericho. <laughs> he thought he could still run with the young guys. I mean, let's put it this way: 
his age. Rogers ain't his, that young. His though. opponents or his, his his opponents and tag team partners are all less than half his age. Like this, this, <laughs> this way, half his age is twenty five, and everyone in that ring was at that age or younger, and, yeah. and he's still going, and it's yeah. not the same. Brady, it's past his time. It's time to go out the pasture, old yeller. It's going. To, it's not time today no more. You know what? If anyone was suited to play in Lambo during the frozen tundra, it's Tom Brady. But you want to know who is not suited for that field in the frozen tundra in the ice cold? The rest of the Buccaneers. They're gonna go out. It's they're gonna. You know what? They might have been pirates. They might be on a pirate ship. But this ain't the Caribbean. This is the fucking Titanic. And you want to know what happens? They hit an iceberg and they went down. That iceberg. Fucking Aaron Rodgers. Well, there it is. Marty's got the Bills and the Packers. I got the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. We will see what happens later on the day. We will. And if this there is been... no boot to the face next week, Royal Rumble edition, it's because Marty's still in the in the in the back in the corner of the closet, crying his eyes out. Let that know now. But it's not gonna happen. Go back up. Boot to the face, episode one twenty one for Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, there's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah!